This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome everybody to your AEW Rampage review for September 17th, 2021. Uh, once again, coming to us from Newark, New Jersey, just ahead of the big, big week for AEW, uh, the two-night Grand Slam event that's going to be the largest attendance for AEW in their their short history mm-hmm. uh, in New York at Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's going to be ginormous. Pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, but Rampage was great tonight. Uh, three three great matches. Uh, progression of some story. One amazing promo. Amazing moment for the women's division. I thought so this is the kind of kind of stuff we need. Uh, but before we get rolling into the show, uh, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content that comes out. Uh, our AEW Rampage and Dynamite reviews, uh, Q and A's, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay per views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. So without further ado, uh, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some Rampage? Yes, please. Let's go now. Thank you. Uh, all right. The show kicked off with the AEW tag team title match. Uh, the Lucha Brothers putting their titles on the line for the first time after beating the Young Bucks. And they're putting these titles on the line against the uh, Butcher and the Blade from the Hardy family office. And uh, the Lucha Brothers got the win in this opener. A uh, fun, fun match, which every Lucha Brothers match is. Uh, but it was a cool way it went down at the end. Uh, Penta was trapped in the corner. The Butcher and the Blade had, had tied him up in the corner, kind of tied his mask to the, uh, to the turnbuckle area, and he couldn't get loose because if he's in a dilemma, if he pulls himself loose, his mask comes off, you know, and you don't want to unmask a luchador. It's, it's a thing, you know. So during that, the Butcher and the Blade have Phoenix double-teamed the whole time. They're beating him down. They end up about to go for their their yes their double team finisher and at that point penta makes the decision just to let his mask come off he shields his face but he runs into the butcher and a blade to break that up and during that uh phoenix roll against the roll-up pin uh the quick pin for the win quick win uh, awesome way to t- the story to tell with the mask at the end yeah uh, but just a, a very very creative creative finish for that match i've never I don't think I've ever seen a finish quite like that. Uh, but what did you what did you think of this opener? This was good. And <clears throat> um, I mean, like you said, which of the matches are always, you know, they're never bad, are they? Let's be honest. And um, no. the role is really that. outstanding and the history between the Lucha Brothers and Pro- and also the Butcher and the Blade from when they were Eddie Kingston's little, you know, yeah. friends. Um th- there's the, history the there anyway. Um mm. I generally 
didn't expect the mask to come off. So yeah. I'm guessing that's like complete dedication from yeah. um, Penta for his brother, which, you know, I like, I like stuff like that. I like a bit of depth in my wrestling, you know, like mm-hmm. they are legit brothers. So what would you do if like, you know, like your younger brother was having a beat and the only way you could like, you know, help him yeah. is to do the one thing that you never want to do. I mean, a... that's, I mean, he's done it. He did it in the um, Young Bucks match where he yeah, takes his penis off. from the, from the oh. shoe. Yeah, you're right. Um, yep. So it's, it's a nice little thread for them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to like foresee anything, but just because he's kind of very like, Penta's very sacrificed himself for his younger brother. I'm wondering if this is going to play into the pack Andrade thing at some point. Because they're building it up mm-hmm. like it's happened now, like, you know, twice, one after another, where he's, like, you know, doing something um, for the betterment of his younger brother. So I don't know if that might play into a factor yeah. of um, that whole storyline. But can we just say, I'm very proud that when the beatdown after the win happened from the Hardy family office, Santana and Ortiz, yes. the dead presidents... Mm-hmm. Arrived to save them. Yep. Even though there's yep, so they, much history, they made the save, and that's that's huge. Uh, because we've been wanting them to get involved too mm-hmm. with the title picture. Now this doesn't get them necessarily involved as a contender. No, nope. but it, it involves. It gets them around them. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're they're as close to those belts as they've been so far. Yes. So, uh, it'll be uh something to look forward to. So next we had Anna J, accompanied by Ty Conti versus the Bunny, who always has Penelope Ford at her side uh, recently. Um, and Anna J picked up the win, but not without several moments of interference from the outside. Mm-hmm. Penelope constantly trying to get involved. Ty Conti constantly trying to neutralize her. But uh, Anna J ends up winning uh, by rolling up the Bunny for the win uh, to get the pin. Um Afterwards, uh, Penelope Ford uh, pulled out a pair of brass knuckles and knocked out both Ty Conti and Anna Jay. Uh, so this feud between these two female tag teams, mm. that's, that's really what's going on, is not over with. And I love um, the word that you've used, feud, because this isn't just a one-off match mm. here and there. This is actually developing into something. And mm-hmm. been crying out for this for... What feels like forever right now. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it definitely seems that we are developing a feud. Um, yes. And it's about damn time, but yep. I'm happy that it's here. It's better late than never. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed that they um, run with this because, I mean, the four women involved in this, they're all, you know, slightly on edge with most things anyway. Um I mean, they they make up like two amazing women's tag teams. I mean, yeah, like the, the gel the gel between like Anna <laughs> J and Ty Conti is, you know, I think unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um, even on par with some of the men's tag teams. I mean, they are literally like on the same page. Um, mm-hmm. and then you've got you've got Penelope Ford and the Bunny yeah. who are just slightly, yeah, you know. Uh, a little and uh, a bit creepy and a bit, you know, a little demented. Yes, uh, that yeah. was the word. Yeah. Um, 
which uh, all I those love words. as well. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I I want to see this go places. Um, mm. I'm very very yep. interested, and I like it. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, and I like that we're seeing these women's tag teams. Yeah, it could mean something. Just saying. Testing the waters, testing the waters. And uh, Matt Hardy was not happy because the Hardy family office did not have a good night. Both of his teams lost their matches, or both of his his matches representing his members of the Hardy family office did not go well. And uh, he was upset. He is the most upset with Orange Cassidy. I know you're a huge fan of this feud. Oh, um, yeah. I, I know you are. So, I know you love this. Yeah. <laughs> So so because of his distaste, his displeasure for Orange Cassidy, he noticed an Orange Cassidy lookalike at ringside, who honestly looked nothing like Orange Cassidy, except he had Orange Cassidy's uh, outfit on, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. So um, he brings this quote-unquote fan in the ring and uh, basically knock him out. And then while he's kind of semi-conscious, you know, uh, they cut off his ponytail and then break out the – the shears and 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 buzz uh, part of his hair. Now OC finally came out and saved this this poor guy. But so, yeah, um, Orange Cast Matt Hardy, hair versus hair match. What's your excitement level, Sarah? Minus four hundred and fifty-five. <laughs> I just want Trev but, back, and then all this crap can go away. But <laughs> I'll be the the other side of it, though, would it not be? You think about this: if Matt loses his hair, he's had that long hair for, you know, you've you've been a fan of his for a long time, right? Yeah, I'm starting to question that decision as well. But go on. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's had that long hair for so long. Can you imagine him buzzed? I don't care. <laughs> I just, I just want it to be over. But I'm wondering if, like, but if there's an a reason for this, uh, if like what reason him, is there for this? If he gets me, his hair, yeah, you I know. But if he reason why this is even he, happening, if he if he gets his head shaved and it changes him somewhere, I know it's going to change his look, but just the embarrassment of the whole thing, like it's a it's another it's a chapter in the change because he changes characters a lot. He's he's come in as broken Matt. Now he's a big money Matt. Now he's going to be baldy Matt, and maybe. Maybe that gets us to where it's not the same thing with the Hardy family office. It's something that hit the embarrassment with that getting his head shaved. And I'm just assuming he's going to lose. I'm assuming. I am hope that's where it goes. I don't I hope they don't have Arch Cassie lose and have to shave his head. But if they do, though, it could be another chapter in the Matt Hardy character. Um, just saying. Because if he gets embarrassed in front of everybody in his group because he's mad because they're all losing, then he loses and has to get his head shaved. It could be a layer to that character, which makes him. It, it's you know the the broken mat didn't quite work when it came. To, in my opinion, now everybody mm-hmm. has their own, but to me it didn't work. The Matt Hardy, the the big money mat, has sort of kind of worked. It worked for a while, but now it feels like it's getting a little bit stale to me. A little, yeah. So if this is a way of changing that character again, I'm just saying there could be a bigger plan that we're not aware of. Whatever the plan is, can we just get to it and get it done well? <laughs> because every time so, this comes on my TV, I'm just like, I am not five so, years old. Like this, 
so, yes, on my part, I'm sorry. I love AEW to absolute death. But this, yeah. for me, until this ends, is one black mark on AEW because I I don't know how many ways I can say it, but I cannot stand this right now. So, so you're saying you wish they would skip the match and him just go get a haircut and let, it, let that be it, right? I just wish they never started this and I just want Trent to come back and just make everything normal and just... How good matches instead of having yeah. stupid stipulations. And I, I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong with this. Um, could be way off, and this actually is just a hair versus hair match. It means nothing else. But I personally, although I'm not a huge fan, I've said that before too. With you know, because I, I give you grief about this, about <laughs> the fact that you hate this feud. I honestly have not been a huge fan of this either, because this whole thing between Orange Cassidy, the best friends, and Hardy Family Office has been going on seemingly forever, and it. You know, it really hasn't had legs like mm. I would want it to. Uh, but I do. I think this could be the the part of it where we look back at it, and although it did last a little too long after this match, if what I think happens to Matt happens, I think we could look back and go, you know what, that actually made a lot of but sense. But you know now. what made this even um, highlighted more how bad I don't like this? It highlighted mm. so much last week because. It was the one-year anniversary of the car park brawl between Santana and Ortiz and the best friends. And when mm-hmm. you look at that, this, I am sorry. Yeah. It might as well. Uh, yeah. Like, between that and this, it's like a toddler's got a crayon and he's writing yeah. this right now because yeah. I can't oh, yeah. deal with it. But and that's a good, you bring that up, and that's, that's a good point. Because it feels like it's in the, the same... You know when they had the 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 Miro Kip Sabian yeah. uh, best friends that whole feud that lasted like, come on get to it yeah then we finally got to the arcade anarchy and that was fun that match mm-hmm. was fun you had you had a uh, 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 Chris Statlander coming back in that machine and all that stuff I mean the match itself was yeah now the feud was like uh and it was this same feeling of best friends versus proud and powerful because I, I talked about that then was how it felt like that feud lasted a little longer than it should have. But when it got to that match, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, yes, this is it. I'm hoping that's where my hope lies with this. Yeah. Is that it's been like, ah, uh, and I know it's been even worse for you than the Kip Sabian Miro mm-hmm. best friends thing. But it's, it's that, it seems like every now and then AEW has that feud that feels like it just kind of, it lingers for just a little too long, but they usually pay it off well. Um, so that's where my, my trust lies that, that they pay this off. Well, I guess that's where I'm going. Uh, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. And you will let me know if I am. I know. Uh, you uh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but can we get up to one of the best promos? Yes. Of the year Sorry. Let's, let's get there. Yes. Uh, because in this next segment, Ruby Soho the challenger for Dr. Britt Baker's title went toe to toe with Dr. Britt Baker on the mic, uh, in the middle of the ring. And the fans were so into this. Um, it was absolutely amazing. This right here was, was a moment for, Mm. um, for the women's division because we really haven't had that true, um, promo battle. Like we've said, we've seen these between MJF and, and Jericho, yeah, uh, this kind of thing where you go, yes, you know, this yeah, is, yeah. this is it. You know, get you fired up for a match, and this was it for the women's division. You had this promo battle that really got you fired up 
for this title match coming up at Grand yeah. Slam. Can't say enough about this. I mean, literally, like, the first line that came out of Britt's mouth was, Ruby, welcome to some TV time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, I mean, for the first line to be said, yep. and I also love, can I just say, one, Ruby's oh. outfit is a girl off my own heart. Two, I love how she <laughs> carried her beanie and then put it on. Because I do that. So, oh, yeah, okay. you carry the beanie and then thing. you put it on. Um, so, yes, that was quite cool. Um, and right then we started laying into it saying, uh, let's talk about right here. It's not for my title. It's not for these fans. It's all for you because you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out who you are. And she's like, how many times have you changed your name in the last year? Um, <laughs> and she's like, everybody knows who I am and everybody does the DMD thing. And I was just like, I can't wait for some responses from Ruby. But it wasn't that long mm-hmm. until we got to that. And no. Ruby was like, of course, they know who you are. You remind them every week. You shove it down their throats. Mm-hmm. I know you're not accustomed to being told you're wrong, but you are wrong. I know exactly who the hell I am up until now. I just haven't had the freedom to prove it. Boom. Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> That first bit, I was just sat on my sofa like, I can't. This is brilliant. This is like two women. And this has got to be on par. And maybe even above some of the men's promos. I mean, yeah, just the way they were bouncing off each other was phenomenal. Ruby, with the the line of the night for me is when she said, you're just like every other broad I've faced. Uh, You're you're banging somebody in the back. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? Oh, it was just good stuff. Yeah, and then Bakery returns with, and I'm trying to figure out why you're lying to everyone, including yourself, because you have the audacity to call yourself the runaway. You didn't run away from anything. You got fired. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then Ruby goes back. I did, but turns out it's the best damn thing that ever happened to me because it brought me here to AEW and in this yep. ring, looking into your eyes, Britt. And I want you to look uh, into my eyes. And she literally went, look in my eyes. Oh, when she snapped her yeah. fingers? Oh, but yeah, it yeah. Half for your head so far up Tony Khan's ass. <laughs> it, it, it's <sighs> just the the reality they brought into this uh, because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't all kayfabe. It mm. was, yeah. A lot of it was real world stuff that mm-hmm. happened outside of AEW, and they don't ignore that. They bring that into the promos, which makes it so compelling. They're not afraid also, to go outside the, also, the rules. I, I love about this was we know Adam Cole and Britt Baker are together. We are aware yes, yeah, of these yeah. facts. Um, yeah. But what I love about it is that it's not. It's not made a deal out of like we've had the one thing where Adam Cole told Tony Schiavone to like you know stop being too friendly with Brit, and then we've mm-hmm. had this with she didn't even Ruby didn't even mention his name. No, so but we know when, they're together. It's yeah. just not you know they're not All like screen. walking hand in yeah. hand down to the <laughs> ring or anything. Because um, you don't have to. You don't have yeah. to. And I just love the fact that. Look, I, I get that some people may hate me saying this, and I'm 100% I get it. Mm-hmm. Britt has not had the title for very long. I understand that, and I'd love her to keep it for very long. But I must say, mm-hmm. 
if she drops it to Ruby at half rash, I won't <laughs> be mad. I won't no. be mad. And that may be a lot of people going, you're crazy. You can't just have that. And then you'll have all the WWE diehard people going, yeah. oh, no, no, it's never WWE. But she's so good and she deserves like the top spot. Like yeah. even now or in the very near future because she she just like oozes authenticity and I can't yeah. get away from that no matter what I try and do. I would feel worse if if I knew AEW was holding in against people because they were in WWE. Yeah. As in not allowing them to get titles too yeah. quick because it shouldn't be held against somebody no. just because they because that was the only big place to work. Because so, somebody worked somewhere before. Yeah, it, it shouldn't <laughs> be held against somebody. So that would bother me more than it being yeah. put on somebody that's quote unquote ex WWE. Uh, it's it's just I, I wouldn't want it uh, to to be a black mark on their no. their resume coming into to AEW because it shouldn't be. They shouldn't treat no. them that way, and I don't think they do. Uh, no, and I don't also, think they you've do. Got to admit, Everybody should when, be treated fairly. When Ruby Soho held up that title, she looked pretty good with it. You she can't did. deny that. And I know yeah, a lot of people did. have seen my tweet that I did after the show that I watched on Saturday, but I just want to <laughs> reiterate it because this was just my feeling. And like I have said it on this <clears throat> many times, and I say it to you privately, like women wrestling and me, <clears throat> we were never good friends. Um, yeah. But I just want to like reiterate what I put. So. I put back and forth promo between Ruby Soho and Britt Baker on AW Rampage last night is what I have been wanting from AW's women's division for so long. The depths, the personality shining through. I don't want this feud to end with the match. We need some long rivalries for the women. For me, Ruby and Britt could be that. They bounce off each other so well. All the women in AW are mega talented and all deserve the spotlight. I'm hopeful that 2021 is going to be a big push for the women of AW. Fuck it, Tony Khan. <laughs> Book it, TK. Book it, TK. Book it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm i not even going to lie. I've probably watched this one segment probably about 10 mm. times since I watched it on I Saturday. Believe it. I believe um, it. Just because I just was, like, trying to, like, see any, like, little, you know, bits that I may and, have missed in body language or anything. I was just obsessed. And, and the and, fact that I know when we first started talking that we're to this point where you just told me you watched a women's segment yeah. 10 times yeah, tells me a lot about what they're doing. Yeah, because it's, it's working. When, when you and I first started talking, there was zero chance you're going yeah. back and watching a women's segment more than once. No. Uh, so well done. Yeah. Well done. I think, I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. Headed in the right direction. Unfortunately, <laughs> Fuego is not. <laughs> no, he is segue. not. Yes, very good. Very Thanks. Good. It's almost like we've been doing this for a little while. Hmm. Um, the next was the TNT title championship match. Uh, a match in which, in order to get this spot, Fuego Del Sol put his new car. What which car may was or, it? May, it may or may not have been a Hyundai. Um, Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai. <laughs> oh, the incident, the incident. The Hyundai incident, or Hyundai, or <laughs> Hyundai, <laughs> Hyundai. But it look, in, and yeah. I've put it in the comments because there's been a lot on Twitter about the, the, the Hyundai thing, and I'm just going to touch on that for a second. I did do a little bit of research afterwards, and <laughs> you sent me a commercial. Of course, I sent you one back too. Yeah. I'm not sure if you watched the one I sent you, uh, but yes, in in the UK, 
it is pronounced differently than it is uh, on commercials in the U.S. So that's where our, <laughs> you know, just to find the middle ground, uh, because I am the good guy here. I just want to point that out to everybody. Uh, <laughs> I will find a middle ground with you mm. that we can both we can both technically be correct. But I have enjoyed it. The majority of the people have agreed with me, honestly, because the majority of our audience, I think, is yeah, American. It's a bit of an unfair advantage. Yeah, this is like yeah. the Minori incident where you're like John Moxley in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much, pretty much. So uh, you know, it, the I do I do have an advantage in this in this poll. So mm, a little unfair, but hey. Say, this wasn't serious at all. This was just no, no. us being absolute idiots. <laughs> yeah, and I just oh, I like yeah. polls sometimes, so I just make polls about anything. Um, I love so, these. Yeah. We had <laughs> just yeah. wasn't it wasn't serious. It was just banter. No, and anybody <laughs> that listens know we're not seriously <laughs> hating each other about it. And you can you can decide what the hell you want to call it for yourself. For me, <laughs> yeah. it's a high and die. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could be wrong. <laughs> this even started but, this topic in my house, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Did your husband get involved in it? Yep. So did my yep. mom and my stepdad when we started telling them about it. So, you know, it's traveled. That's, it's traveled. That's great. My wife was cracking up at the, uh, the she listened to the audio of it. She's like, oh, my Lord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you really went on and on about this. What is that noise you're making? Like, Hyundai, what is that? That's like, I've never heard you sound like that before. Like, I don't know. I can do it again. <laughs> uh, Anyways, back to so, Miro yeah. and back his, to the um... match. Yeah, back to the match. Yeah, yes. Uh, Fuego del Sol putting his car on the line, whatever it was. Still don't know for sure. The what's his <laughs> could be, uh, uh, for a shot at Miro's TNT title. And it, it, this was a – he put up a fight. Yeah, he, this he was legitimately, quite, like, mm-hmm. ridiculously good. Yeah, it was more of a match than their first matchup, which he got, like, mm. three Tornado DDTs in on him the first time they faced. He got zero Tornado DDTs on him this time. So, mm-hmm. Miro did not allow him to connect with that. But uh, even though even though Fuego got in some offense, kept uh, Miro – on his toes or on his heels, I guess, for mm-hmm. a, a good portion of this match. In the end, though, it still felt like Miro was just kind of toying with him yeah. by the time you got to the end of this match because with a couple of uh, thrust kicks or pump kicks, not sure what they are, a couple of kicks, though, sending Fuego to the mat. Fuego was not getting back up. Yeah. Uh, he uh, one, two, three. Miro gets the win. Uh, but afterwards, uh, Miro puts him in the uh, game over, rolls back with him, to the point where he just Fuego goes completely limp. Put his <laughs> I mean, keys like he in was, his throat, dude. That's right, he did. Yeah, he got the car keys. Yes, he got the car keys. I forgot and put the the Hyundai car keys and <laughs> I and and Fuego's mouth like closed his mouth and then rolled back with the uh, the game over and to the point where he was just limp. <laughs> I think he basically out, choked on metal. <laughs> I know. And then out comes Sammy Guevara to make this save. Saved his friend from being murdered, basically, by (laughs) Miro. Uh, (laughs) Miro exits the ring. Sammy grabs the TNT title. And uh, he's holding that title. So, it looks like 
we're going to get a feud between Sammy and Miro. Could Sammy be the one that finally takes down Miro? I love what um, Jericho said with this. And Jericho goes, I know Sammy like the back of my hand. Look out, God's favorite champion. You could be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Sammy versus Miro. That is a match I didn't even have as a possibility in my brain. And I don't know why. Because like we've said, the inner circle seems to be, you know, doing their own thing at the moment, which is, you know, grand. Um, So, hey, I'm all for Sammy Mm -hmm. doing the TNT Championship. Yeah. I'm just a bit devastated it's not Eddie Kingston. It's, uh, I mean, think about it. It's going to be God's favorite champion versus the Spanish God. Yeah. How cool is that? So maybe he's not the Spanish God's favorite champion. Mm, this is very true. Maybe not. Um, but um, I still want it to be Eddie. But I think Eddie's busy at Arthur Ashe. So <laughs> he's going to have yeah. to try and not get murdered. Is basically what's happening at Arthur Ashe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's going to have his uh, his hands full. Yeah. So it's Mark's blessing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Noro, Suzuki, and Lance Archer. Oh God, that match is going to be brutal. Speaking I'm not of which, ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. Here is the card for Wednesday's Dynamite Grand Slam event at Arthur Ashe. Because it's a two-night event. We have Dynamite, and then we have Rampage Grand Slam. So, Dynamite, we're going to have MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black Part 2. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, putting her AEW Women's title on the line versus Ruby Soho. FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen and Kenny Omega, the best bout machine versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. What a lineup for Wednesday. Yeah. What a lineup. It's going to be insane. Here's the card for Rampage Grand Slam event. A two hour special, special event for the night. Normally, Rampage is just an hour. This one's going to be two uh, for one night only, at least for now. We'll- We'll see how it goes down the road. This will be kind of a test for AEW to see what kind of viewership they get for two hours. Yeah. But listen to this, though. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer in a lights-out match. No way! Yep. That's what it says. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what it said. I didn't realize oh, no. it was a lights-out match. Did you know that? No. That's true. Then... Um. I'm even yeah, I wasn't more aware. scared. I was not aware. So there Max you go. Max is going to be so annoyed, and that just means yep. his heel <clears throat> turns just going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Ooh. and Hook's and Hook's going to be there. I wonder if he there. does another hard move. We'll see. Oh. Um, the Super Click, the Young Bucks, and Adam <laughs> Cole versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert will take on Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford. Mm. And the Lucha Brothers and Santana and Ortiz are teaming up against Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade. What? I mean, this two-night event, it's like we're getting... Well, it's basically a pay-per-view over two days, isn't it? It is, and it's great. The people there, the people in attendance, are getting a four-hour show. Uh, that's like a like a pay-per-view because you know a pay-per-view. Would, 
like, yeah, this is they're breaking it up for us on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to avoid those rampage spoilers all week yeah. after Wednesday. I don't oh, want to know. I hate. I I I, hate I, I don't um, go on search. Mm-hmm. If it's been like a taped thing, I just I I stay away. Yeah. Yeah, avoid it. Don't don't give us spoilers because that's not fair. Please don't yeah. like t- <laughs> yeah. any because no! we will be very very sad. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Don't make me cry. I'm an ugly crier. All right. So yeah, great two nights of action set up for us. Uh, it's going to be a fun week for yeah. AEW. It's going to be a fun week for professional wrestling. It's going to be amazing. So going to be a fun um, week to um, review. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I can't wait. Can't wait! I can't wait to do that. Uh, that 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 the dynamite review. I mean, this is going to be a. I mean, dude, the rampage so. review we normally do is an hour. Yeah. We're going to do a two-hour rampage review. It's going to be a little longer. Yep. It's okay. It's going to be like it's going to be like a pay-per-view review, just broken up into two, two, two recordings. We'll be okay. We got. <laughs> we'll be this. fine. We, we're we professionals. We are. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> dude, we're professionals. Oh yeah, that's right. We're professionals. 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 Okay. Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate it. You're hanging in there with us. Um, don't forget to, to check out all of our content that comes out. Please. Our Dynamite Rampage <laughs> reviews, Q and A's, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay per views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, I am. Also, please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Yeah, so thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next Did you just say Honda? I don't know what I said. (laughs) Ford! (laughs) Centron!